Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Now it's time for the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show, Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Wednesday, October 11th, 5.30. Thank you so much for joining us as we get things going here midweek. You made it. Almost to the weekend. Hopefully uh, you got big plans, got some fun stuff going on. There's a lot going on in town. And NASCAR is back. Coming up this morning at 7 o'clock, Kyle Larson is going to be joining the show. Huge name in NASCAR. He's going to be calling in, checking in um, as we get ready for the huge NASCAR weekend. I'm looking forward to talking to Kyle. I mean, I didn't realize. I knew he was a big name, but then doing my research and getting ready for this interview. He's a huge name, and oh, this yeah. is big for us today. My uh, husband's like, how'd you guys get him on? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> That's, yeah, he was very excited about that. So, yeah, it's going to be a long weekend uh, out there. I, um, I'm, I'm actually working all weekend. We've got the um, truck races on Friday. Then on Saturday, we have um, the 300 race and then the 400 race on Sunday. So I'll be out there doing the in-track reporting and, and interviews and stuff like that. So if you're out there, definitely say hi. You did that was it with when NASCAR was back here in March or April? Yeah, was yeah. It, yeah there was Bryce Harper. Was he the? Did, he what, was what did the Bryce Harper Grand do? Marshal. Grand Marshal. Yeah. Who's the Grand Marshal this time? Do you know? I think it is Nick Cannon. That's right. Yeah, and so he will be out there, and then there's a couple of Golden Knights players that are going to be out there. Um, I don't. I, I think they're in the pace car or something like oh, that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun weekend. And you're out there like uh, you're on like if, if people are at the race, they'll see you in, in the internal monitors like interviewing people and everything else like that. Yeah, like I have someone uh, I'm wearing these giant headphones and someone's in my ear like go find this driver and interview them. So I'm like running up and down it's called the grid where all the um cars are. Mm-hmm. So I'm running up and down the grid. I'm like, "Okay, where is he? Where is he?" Then I go up. I'm like, "Do you got a minute?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I do my quick little interview with them and then um the thing is like you have to research you don't know who they're going to tell you to go find so you have to know a little bit about everybody yeah that's so a lot it's a lot of studying and and stuff like that but it's a lot of fun so we have a good time out there how you doing this morning not bad not bad uh ready for the day um it was a nice day yesterday left the radio show went out there for las vegas now the tv show that mercedes and i do in the afternoon and was out there on the gold carpet right before the the hockey game last night and uh man fans started lining up early to be out there on the gold carpet to see the players walk by. There was there was an energy outside of T-Mobile Arena, which obviously carried into the game last night and the Golden Knights winning last night. But that was a fun afternoon being out there. 
Yeah. D- uh, did you uh, have a lot of celebrity sightings? Uh, I had uh, Shay Knighty, Dave Gosher, Mark Chinook, and then the players started to walk the red carpet as I was wrapping up, and they were taking ah. over for the 4 o'clock. It's like, ah! I waited for all these guys, and just timing didn't work out for me to to talk to the players, but it was still cool to be you out there. You still can have the sightings without talking to them. Exactly, you know? yeah. So exactly. That's, a, that's always a cool thing to see all the players. Yeah, quite a game. We'll talk more about that um, in what's trending coming up next hour. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, it was really cool. I I caught maybe the first five minutes. I went to bed really early last night. I was I'm just I haven't been feeling great, and so I I texted you guys. I'm like, all my show stuff has not come until in the morning. I'm like, I am just going to bed, and I I remember looking at the clock. I was in bed at eight forty one, and I heard the game. My eyes were closed. Um, so I don't know how long my husband was watching it, but I did hear a couple of goals. I was like, there's the horn. I'm like, we must have scored. Uh, but yeah, I, I got in bed real early last night. was not feeling great. How are you feeling today? Cause you said you actually are a little bit off and then, um, you obviously you powered through the day, you did the TV show and everything last night. And then we got that text message. How are you feeling about it, you feeling I, about it today? I, I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm not feeling a hundred percent, but you know, I feel like if I think about how bad I'm feeling, then I just feel worse. So I'm just kind of telling myself like, you can, you got this. You can get through it, and so it's just like my throat is hurting, and my body's kind of achy mm-hmm. a little bit. And um, I took another COVID test last night before I went to bed, and uh, all's clear. So I think I just got a cold. Um, it's the same thing my daughter had when she came and visited. She left it with us, <laughs> and so and then my poor mom who went back to Denver, she got it. From, oh, did she really? Yeah. Oh. So we're all just kind of like, oh, people but, get sick. What can yeah, you do? It, you know? it happens, but you know, I, I, I just stay far away from me. I'm going to stay in my little studio and, and everything's gonna be good i'm sure you know she she it was knocked out of her system in a couple of days so i'm hoping better things on the horizon here hey, you do you you don't worry about us you're you're, yeah. you're good yeah you're, you do do you do what you need well, to do i don't want to get you guys sick we're so. not worried we're not worried you're fine <laughs> well we are ready for the show it is time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear cannonball by the breeders <laughs> Do you want to hear How Bizarre by OMC? How Bizarre. How Bizarre. How Bizarre. Or do you want to hear Jaded by Aerosmith? choices you can get your votes in right now you can do it a couple of ways you can uh, tweet us at mercedes in the am you can vote on our facebook page or just text or call us right now at 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 coming up next, coming up next. mix 94.1 we're going to want to hear this okay it's the age-old question who's who's a better driver a man or a woman a study has come out with a definitive answer. We'll tell you what that is. But also, does anyone else get terrified when they're in the car with their spouse and they're driving? I mean, I have panic attacks. Oh, come on. Let's talk that about bad. that coming up next. But first, the votes are in. And How Bizarre by OMC is the pre-show you pick up. You choose the music. You pick it. We play it. It's Mercedes in the morning. Pre-show you pick them. Who 
do you think are better drivers, men or women? 702-364-9400. Who do you think personally? Men are better drivers. Women are safer drivers. But men are better drivers. Okay. Uh, why are they better if they're not safer? Um, they're, men are more aggressive, at least speaking from my experience. And so if you said to to me right now, I need you to get to downtown Las Vegas and get there in less than 15 minutes. I could get it done easily because I know the moves to make, the power of my car, how to handle it, weaving in and out of traffic. I got that down to a science. He said that to my wife. She wouldn't be able to do it because she's a safer driver. So doesn't that make her better because she's safer? Depends on how we look at it. We're looking at um, a better driver saying, get us there in time. Well, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says that women are better drivers because men cause more accidents. Ah, darn it, 6. guys. 6.1 <laughs> million accidents annually compared to 4.4 million <gasps> accidents caused by women annually, meaning men account for 62% of all driving, but they only cause 58% of accidents. So I, I guess you could turn that around and make it look like a good thing for you guys. Uh, now you, you said, hold on, I'm going to go back here because when you were t- we just first brought it up, you said you had panic attacks when you were in the car with Matt. You know, it's so funny because he get he actually gets mad at me. He makes comments all the time about how I'm a backseat driver. And I, I, I'm honestly... Okay, is this backseat? You can be honest. If it is, I'll, I'll take it. But like, we were going somewhere the other day, and I'm I had I drive this way all the time. It's it's it was um like kind of on the way to Channel Eight, and he rarely drives in that route. And I knew that there was a lane closed ahead. I already knew that because I've driven that way so many times. Recently, he did not know that, so I said. Hey, FYI, the lane is closed up ahead, so you might want to move to the other lane. You don't have to be a backseat driver. I was like, I was just telling you, I know that the lane is closed up there. You didn't know that. I just wanted to let you know. He's like, okay, backseat driver. I'm like, I am not trying to be a backseat driver. Did he know? Because maybe he did know. Because I, I, I'm looking three or four cars ahead. Sometimes Laura points something out like, oh, look at the car in front. I'm like, okay, I see that car in front. Do you see the three cars in front of it? Do you see the cop car that's six cars in front of that car? Maybe Matt's like me. He already knew. He He's did looking not ahead. Know. He did not uh-huh. know. He did not know. But then the other thing that I do that drives him crazy, but I get scared is he will drive so fast on like a city street and then I'll see like a red light or a car stopped and I'm like, he's not slowing down. He's not slowing down. And then I put my hand like on the glove compartment box or I'll like brace myself in my seat. I'll just, I won't say anything. I'll just brace myself. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, you're going so fast. What am I supposed to do? Ladies, 702-364-9400. Does every, does that, is that something every woman does? Or is Laura just your twin when it comes to driving with, with, with their spouse? Because she does the same thing. Is it a, is it a female thing? You do that when your guy is driving that. <gasps> I, I get scared he's so fast or I'll grab that handle up top. <laughs> I'll just grab it. I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going too fast. He's not going to be able to stop in time. He's like, I see that. I'm like, well, then why are you slowing down? Why do we have to have a big, huge, like, knee jerk? Or not knee jerk, neck jerk. <laughs> when we when we stop. He sees it. He, see, he oh. sees. He, but I, I, God, so I drive just like Matt, but God's honest truth. I remember there was once, like, we were driving to Wyoming or something, and a car, like, legit 
popped out in front, and I, I didn't see it happening. And Laura's like, she did and I saw it and, and avoided everything. And she's like, did you see that? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. But at least you can admit that now that you didn't. Because sometimes I'm like, okay, am I just crazy? Like, am, is it is it me? Am I the problem? Is it me? Is that Taylor Swift song? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning. Show number 1935. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. All right. If you have never heard this before, since we're on uh, show number 1935, since we hit the 1900s, we started doing facts for the year, whatever show number it is. So we're now in the year 1935. Let's talk about what happened in 1935. Boxed wine was introduced in 1935, as was beer in a can before it was only bottles. Also, October 31st, 1935. Orson Welles' famous War of the Worlds broadcast aired for the first time. That caused a little bit of panic throughout the United States because it was a, it was like a play about aliens landing on Earth, but people thought it was an actual radio news broadcast, and they were like, oh my gosh, we're being invaded. Yeah, that was a big deal back then. Because they didn't give any warnings. They didn't come back. No. They came back from commercial break, and they said, like, the announcer didn't come back and say, this is a fix. You know, they, they didn't say anything like that. Yeah, so there was a, a quite a bit of panic. That was when 1935? That yeah, 1930, on, on Halloween, October 31st, 1935. Wow. Um, any trivia expert could probably tell you this one, but um, the Monopoly game, Parker Brothers Monopoly game, was released in 1935, has been causing fights with families ever since. <laughs> And um, do you know, just right off the top of your head, what the starting amount in the bank was back then? Meaning like the a bank opened up and they had X amount of dollars in the bank? No, no, no. In the Monopoly game. Oh, I'm like in a real <laughs> bank? I don't know. Uh, which you started off with in 1935? What, what you, like all the money that came in the game, what that totaled to? $1,000. That's it? You know, each, each player starts with $1,500. It's been years since I played Monopoly. Maybe they changed from 1935 to now. Well, it, it changed a little bit. The starting amount in the bank was $15,140. But it was recently, I mean, actually recently, up to $20,580. But each player does start with $1,500. Imagine those parties. You had bo box wine for the first time. So you get some box wine at the store. You're playing Monopoly for the first time. That was some intense stuff happening back in 1935. Oh, and you're listening to the radio thinking that aliens <laughs> just landed. Like, that. I, I'm tripping at this point. Like, what is happening in my life? Get me more box 1935 wine. 1935 has not been good to me so far. <laughs> <laughs> and last year, in 1934, we learned Prohibition ended, right? Yeah. And now yeah. we got box wine. Canned beer. Man, the world's was, changing. Oh, the world is changing before our very eyes. So there you go. The 1935, that's what happened. Anyone out there like me and just look forward to these uh, little fun <laughs> facts? I honestly got to. Like, I don't know. I feel like you're the only one who really likes it. But I'll keep doing it as long as you like I it. I love it. <laughs> I mean, if you were told me, hey, every day we're going to get fun facts from a certain year, I'm like, ah. And as soon as you started doing it, I'm like, this is gold. Can't get enough of it. Uh, what's trending is happening next. What do you got for us? All right. Well, this singer is back with an all new residency. The Golden Knights are back and looking pretty good. And have you ever had a pizza emergency? This chain wants to help. That's all coming up in What's Trending. Are you guys ready? All right, let's check in on the hot topic. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix 94.1. Christina Aguilera is trending. She's back for more. The Grammy-winning artist is giving us an all-new residency, kicking it off 
on New Year's weekend. It's all happening at the new venue, Voltaire, inside the Venetian Resort. The show is going to follow the singer through two decades of hit songs. And the new shows, they're going to officially kick off, like I said, on New Year's Eve weekend, December 30th and 31st. With future dates set to be announced when tickets go on sale this Friday, October 13th. That's really cool. Kylie Minogue's going to open that venue up coming up on November 3rd. I'm just hearing like, like cool things about it. It's intimate, but it's going to sound great. It sounds like a really cool spot for her to be. Yeah, it's going to. She's really excited about doing it there because she says she's going to be able to perform in a way that she's never performed before for her for her fans. So it should be really good. So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning. They're back. The Vegas Golden Knights are trending, and Vegas always does it better. Don't even try to stand up to Vegas when it comes to putting on a show. Last night, the VGK kicked off their regular season at the T-Mobile Arena, but before the game, there was a banner-raising ceremony, and they used a giant slot machine <laughs> to do it. I was like, what is happening? I, but it's it's Vegas. We just That's just how they do, right? After mm-hmm. winning the Stanley Cup this year, Captain Mark Stone pulled the arm of a slot machine, a big giant slot machine on ice, to reveal the banner that now hangs in the rafters. It was actually kind of funny. All of a sudden, all the coins came out on the ice, and it was like, ooh, look at that. So um, as for the game itself, it was a great one. They started undefeated, beating the Seattle Kraken 4-1. to one. Chandler Stevenson, Jonathan Marcheseau, Ivan Barbashev, and Jack Eichel all scored last night. Goalie Aiden Hill made 23 saves, for so it was a good night for the guys in goals. That was the largest regular season crowd in the history of the Vegas Golden Knights last night. Yeah, just a, unbelievable, and and what a fun uh, what a fun way to raise that banner. Like I just you know no other team's going to be able to do it as well as as our team. It it just the the production crew and that puts on just the display for all the fans. They were saying last night on the broadcast, the announcers they're like. I mean, it's the greatest place to see a hockey game in the league. If there's just no better place to see one, there's not. And uh, I saw a thing on the news where they showed a couple other uh, teams that were raising banners in the past. It was just like some fanfare and people were like, yeah, Yay, you see the banner. There's or, a guy like pulling a string. Yes, exactly. Where well, the yeah. banner's already up there and they do a thing. It's like, oh, the spotlight. There it is. You're 2018 <laughs> champions, and here comes Vegas. This is how you do it, guys. Yeah, exactly. And then finally, this morning, Domino's is trending. Do you have? An emergency pizza in your freezer for when you're too busy or too lazy to cook a real meal. Like, you know, oh, well, we have that frozen pizza in the fridge. I don't have a go-to, no. You don't? Uh-uh. We usually do. Now our emergency meal is um, those bare chicken nuggets. We always have a bag of those. So if, if we don't have something to eat... I can make those, throw it on a salad, make a couple sides, like that, like we're good to go. But a lot of people will have an emergency pizza. Well, now you don't even have to preheat your oven because Domino's is offering free emergency pizzas for the next four months. It's a, it's a marketing stunt to get more people to sign up for their rewards program. But if you order online and spend at least eight bucks, they will add a credit for one free medium two topping emergency pizza to your account. You have to sign in within a week after you order to claim it. 
but you do have 30 days to redeem it. If you forget, it resets and you can do it again, but each person gets only one for free. Um, you can do it any t- time between now and February 11th with a few exceptions. They have some blackout dates for like Halloween and New Year's Eve days that are, are typically busier than others. So Domino's has got you covered and that is what's trending. Check this out. We've got your tickets to go see Kesha. That's coming up in four minutes when you win Heads Up. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Heather, good morning. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Let's do it. We want to get you these Kesha tickets. We have three categories for you. Do you want to go with Sneakerhead, Smokey the Bear, or Fly Like an Eagle? Um, let's do Sneakerhead. Sneakerhead it is. National Sneakers Day was on Monday. And these are all things that are associated with your feet. Okay? Okay. Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'll choose Mercedes. Okay. All right, Heather, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You win those tickets to see Kesha. You start now. You put a pair of these on before your shoes. Socks. Yes. Um, you have your pinky one, your big one, and then the other ones. Your middle toe? Uh, yeah, just like all together are what? They're what? Your toes. Yes. Um, they these you tie these to make sure your shoe does not fall off. Laces. Yes. This is what you get when you get like dry skin and like blisters. It's like maybe you worked out too much, so you get this kind of uh, calluses. Um, it's like uh, they give you they have creams for it to get rid of your what? Fungus. Um, which is also part. Let's pass. Um, this is some people twist or sprain these. It's right above your feet. Your ankle. Yes. Um, some t- people lose this as time goes on, so you get flat-footed. You lose your what? Ten seconds. Your art. Yes. Um, pass on that. This is when you get your your nails done on your feet. Uh, your toenails, your cuticles. Um, you get oh. Did she say it there at the end? She did say it, but it's up to the judge. Did she say it before? She said it. I heard the words come out. I can understand what she's saying. And I felt like it was during the buzzer. Yes. So that's just me. But the judge, what uh, does the judge say? Judge Steph is giving thumbs up, and I yeah! give a thumbs up as well. <laughs> you got it. At wow. The last minute, literally, the buzzer was just ending, and you said it. Congratulations, Heather. Heather. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, it's my heart rate is 135. Right oh, now. this was a little too close for comfort, but at least you got it. Congratulations. Congratulations. Deep press. I know. It's, she, she released the ball. It went in the net as the buzzer was oh going off. Oh, my goodness. Hey, yes. Heather, you're all set with those tickets to go see Kesha. That shows Friday, November 24th. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning uh, when you win heads up in the 6 o'clock hour. Now, up next, it's Wednesday morning. We got two truths and one lie. One of us is lying to you. Can you tell us who that is? The other two, they're telling the truth. But sometimes it's a lot harder to figure it out than you think. We have two truths and one lie coming up next. Don't go anywhere. It's Mix 94.1. The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. So you've heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard yeah, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Two truths and one lie is on who is telling the truth and who is lying. You can take a guess at 702-364-9400. That is our number. Call us up. Let us know who you think is the liar. Um, we're going to all go around and give you our, our quick fact, and you, you'd you be the judge. So this week, we are starting off with you, Steph. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. Okay, a friend of mine 
went to Raider players Max Crosby's wedding earlier this year. A friend of yours went to Max Crosby's wedding mm-hmm. earlier this year. Okay, my turn. Last night I was at my daughter's volleyball game and I ran into one of my college dorm mates. Didn't even know she lived in Vegas. Couldn't believe it. I ran into one of my college dorm mates at my daughter's volleyball game last night. JC? All right. uh, NASCAR is in town this weekend. Here's a fun fact. I once stole a life-size cardboard cutout of Jeff Gordon for a friend from a Rebel convenience store. Those are your facts. What do you think? 702-364-9400. Who's telling the truth and who is lying? Really quick, let's go through them one more time. Steph? A friend of mine went to Max Crosby's wedding earlier this year. I ran into one of my old college dorm mates at a volleyball game last night. I once stole a life-size cardboard cutout of Jeff Gordon from a Rebel convenience store. Let us know who you think the liar is. Our number is 702-364-9400. Two Truths and a Lie is on. It is Two Truths and a Lie on Mix 94.1. Two of us are telling you the truth about something. One of us is absolutely lying. Let's go around real quick and just in case you're just tuning in, here are our facts for today. Steph. A friend of mine went to Max Crosby's wedding earlier this year. I ran into one of my college dorm mates at a volleyball game last night. I once stole a life-size cardboard cutout of Jeff Gordon for a friend from a Rebel convenience store. Tiffany, good morning. Who do you think is lying and why? I think JC, I feel like he might be too goody-goody to blatantly steal something. I was like, how, how could goody-goody JC do something like that? And then that? announce it on the radio, too. <laughs> Tiffany, thank you. Let's talk to Carol. Carol, good morning. Who do you think is lying and why? I think Steph is because at some point she has to have a friend that isn't famous or famous related. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Carol. No famous people. That's all your friends do. That's all my friends. This is very true. Thank you so much for that, Carol. Let's talk to Ashley. Ashley, who do you think is lying and why? Hi, I think it's Steph lying this morning because she likes to do like little hints of a lie somewhere. Like maybe it wasn't her friend. Maybe it was her cousin. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. So there's still some truth in it, but still a lie at the same time. Good thinking, Ashley. I like that. Let's talk to Tony. Tony, who do you think is lying and why? I think it's JC. I don't know. I just I can't see him doing it. He'd be too scared to do something like that. Yeah, you're too scared to do too something scared like to that. steal Chicken. something. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, on the uh, on the text line, let's say uh, JC is lying. He's not out here committing misdemeanors. Uh, this one says Mercedes is lying. 
uh, Jan says she thinks she's heard one of your guys' stories before. She's, I'm not going to say which one. And then this one says, uh, I'm with you, Jason. Or, oh, this was a different one. Let's see. Um, I think Steph might be telling the truth, but I'm going towards Mercedes is lying. Steph is the liar. Totally sounds like JC to steal a cardboard cutout. <laughs> and then Melanie says, Mercedes is not telling the truth. She would have talked about it. It just happened last night. I was saving it. Come it's on just, now. Less than 12 hours yeah. ago. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just talked about being sick. That's all. All right. Let's go through. Find out who is the liar this morning. Truth teller number one. It's me. My famous friends. No, I'm kidding. I mean, we we all know her. She used to be on the station. Cynthia. She went to Max Crosby's wedding. She went to. She played soccer with his wife. Oh, and that's, that's cool. Yeah, and so that that was kind of a fun fact I oh, learned over the cool. weekend. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. All right, truth teller number two. His eye, the thief, <laughs> stole a cardboard cutout life-size. It was not easy to do. I had a getaway car and everything. And that friend that I stole it for, Matt, Mercedes' husband. Yes. I, I The whole time, I'm like, oh, he's telling the truth this morning. <laughs> many, many years ago. I don't even know if we have that cardboard cutout anymore. I sure hope we do. Easy to get out, but I didn't realize how big, how big it was when I was trying to get in the back of my buddy's car. <laughs> And that means I was the liar. Yes, I did go to a volleyball game last night. No, I did not run into any college roommates. I uh, I don't really talk to anyone. I just go in, watch the game, and leave. We're playing high heels. We learned that about you, too. You're not afraid to start playing. This is true. I I hang with the kids. They like me. The adults don't talk to me, so I just kind of mind my business. (laughs) Just stick with the kids. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. Did you know that Skittles are going to be banned in California? Why are we banning Skittles in California? What's happening with our neighbor states? They're they're officially banning Skittles in other countries from the, or candies from the state. Starting in 2027, uh, the governor signed a bill. It's AB 418, also known as the California Food Safety Act, and it targets food products that have substances brominated uh like like brominated vegetable oil potassium bromate profil paraben or red dye three so red dye three is found in skittles and other uh candies like pez hot tamales double bubble gum um and that brominated vegetable oil, oil that's mostly in things like citrus soft drinks. Um, They said that the law is a positive step forward until the FDA reviews and establishes national regulations on the use of those additives. Oh, well, well, good for them. Like you look back at it over the decades and years of stuff that was eventually banned because there's harmful things and we didn't realize it at the time, lead paint and other things. Yeah, that's uh, it's probably going to be a good thing in the end. It'll uh, it'll be interesting to see if other states follow suit, though. Mm -hmm. But I that's one thing like I, I always hear about don't don't eat red dye number three red dye number three that's terrible i didn't know about the other ones um so yeah now i'll be a little more aware of when i i don't eat skittles often but when i do i do like the red ones they're my favorite do you ever look to see what other stuff might have red dye three outside of the stuff you mentioned not really i should but i don't eat like a lot of dyed types of Mm -hmm. foods but like with skittles I have I have a method to my to eating them like I don't just eat Skittles like a normal person would where you would take a handful and pour them in your hand and start eating them. I have to take them out of the bag and I have to divide them up by color and then I eat each color in an order. I don't mix up the flavors. So you start 
the, the lime turned to green apple, then the green apple turned back to lime. So I, let's just go with lime. I, I start with a lime. Lime goes first. Then you go to the lemon. Then you go to the orange. Then you go to the grape. And then you end with the red ones. The red ones are the best, but not anymore. <laughs> now that we know about red dye number three. In your history of eating Skittles, is it an even number or is it just roll the dice? You might have four or five grape ones and then two red ones. Or is it an even amount of each color in each bag? Uh, do you really think they take the time to count out even numbers? <laughs> no, I think they have some counting. I'm just no, curious. You count no, them out. I'm sure if you ever see there's, there's always, always a lot of grape the, ones in there the, and hardly the, any green ones. It, I think it just kind of depends on the bag that you get. Okay. I think it's just completely random. But yeah, I I usually get one more than the other. It, what's so funny? No, I just said the uniqueness way that you eat your Skittles. Yeah. It, I, does anyone else unique. do that? I, I, I mix them up. I don't mix them up. And I do the same thing with other candies, too. Like, I just eat the one color. And then we move on to the next color. M and M, same thing. Well, they're 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 the same flavor, so that so doesn't, doesn't count? matter. Okay. Yeah, I just don't like mixing the flavors. Uh, what time is it? Do we have time? Yeah, yeah. What we time? For one more. Yeah. Okay, let's. Okay, we'll just do one more then. Um, so there's been a huge surge. We talked about this on the show. Uh, in demand for Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey related Halloween costumes this year. As a reminder. Taylor and Travis have been rumored to be in some sort of romantic relationship recently, which has seen everything from NFL ratings to jersey sales spiking. Well, TMZ was able to catch up with a Halloween costume retailer, Three Wishes, and they shared that the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey inspired costumes have become the shop's most in-demand items, despite having 500 solo and 300 couples costumes in stocks. Fans have already cleared the store out of the Gosh. Travis and Taylor ones. The couple's costume is the fastest selling product in the company's history, just behind this 2020 costume. Do you know what that 2020 costume was? Would have been something with the pandemic, something like a, I don't know, like a mask or something pandemic-y it's, from 2020. It's related to the pandemic, in my opinion. Like when oh, I, I think it. of pandemic, I think of this. I got it. What? Tiger King. Yes. yes. Tiger King was their number one fastest selling product in the company's history. Um, <laughs> so listen, NASCAR is in town this weekend. And we have a huge driver joining us here in about seven minutes. Yeah, Kyle Larson's going to be joining the show. We're going to talk about the races this weekend, what he loves about Vegas. I want to know, like, the Vegas flu. We talked about the Vegas flu before when people come to town. Eh, they go out party too much. Let's ask about that. Lots coming up. Kyle Larson is on the way next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to Mercedes in the morning. Are you ready for it?
on Mix 94.1. Kyle Larson a year ago watched the race from North Carolina. Today, he's a Cup Series champion. the 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion. He's seventh in the playoff standings right now. Driver of the number five Valvoline Hendrick Cars.com Chevy Camaro. It's Kyle Larson. Yeah. <laughs> hey, how are you guys? Doing great, Kyle. I we're so excited. You're coming back to Vegas. What what are your uh what are your thoughts on the Vegas track? I, I hear mostly positive things about the Vegas track. Yeah, you know, I, I really like the Vegas track. It's it's uh it's a fun place. It suits my style pretty well and it's a good reason to come out to Vegas and have a good time. So, um yeah, I love Vegas. I love the city. I love the food and um you know, get to spend it almost as a little vacation with a, a race on the weekend. Was the last time you were in town, was that where Bubba Wallace came after you and wanted to fight you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, last year. Uh, we're all good now, but yeah, that was, he was, he was upset at me, which he should have been. Where do you stand with fighting in NASCAR? When the, when a driver gets out, he's, he's like running after you and wants to throw down on the side of the track. Well, I don't fight. So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't really have an opinion one way or the other, but yeah, I've never been in a fight and don't plan on being in a fight. Good for you. Yeah, like I, I, I'm like, just let me get in my car and drive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, you mentioned that it's kind of like a vacation here when you come, a mini vacation. There's this thing called the Vegas flu in hockey. So they say that when teams come here to play our hockey team, they suck because they go out and they party. Is there a Vegas flu in NASCAR? Have you noticed? <laughs> Mm, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I mean, I try to do all my fun, you know, early in the week and all that. But uh, I'm gonna get on, get in on Thursday night. So hopefully, you can go have some fun Thursday night and then you know take it serious the rest of the weekend. Are you bringing the whole family, where your wife and the three kids be with you when you come to Vegas? No, no, they're not able to make it out this time. But uh, they'll definitely be out there next spring. How is it with the, you just have a, your son Cooper was just born New Year's Eve. Are you getting sleep? Are you able to rest with the kids? <laughs> yeah, no, he's great. He, he was, he was difficult for sure. Um, in the, you know, the first handful of months he had colic pretty good. So he would, you know, scream and cry and be upset for a while, you know, every night. But, uh, once he hit about five months, he's been really good. And in the last few weeks, we've been trying to get him sleeping in his own bed. So that's been difficult, but uh, it's it's we're making progress. We're talking to Kyle Larson, driver of the number five car, uh, NASCAR, coming to town. Just talking about kids. One thing I know that I've seen on social media, you love dropping off, taking the kids to school. You love doing that dad thing. Which is worse, pit row or the school pickup line? <laughs> uh the pickup line probably for sure <laughs> it's just a lot longer you have to wait in you know dropping them off is a line picking them up is a line i mean it takes up an hour of your day just picking up and dropping off your kids so yeah probably the school line are you ever kind of petty like if uh, a mom or a dad wants to like sneak in somewhere are you always like uh-uh you're not getting in front of me and you pull forward so they can't sneak in do you ever do something like that or are you like the nice guy like okay go ahead uh, I mean, the way they they had the line set up, it's be it would be hard to to cut the line. So no, I think I think everybody is well respectful when it comes to that for the most part. I thought you were gonna say you won't fight in NASCAR when it comes to the pickup line. You're gonna throw down <laughs> some other parents. <laughs> no, no. 
what is the question that you get asked as a driver in NASCAR? And hopefully we haven't done it. But the question <laughs> that you hate getting asked or the question that you are so sick and tired of answering. Uh, I mean, lately, you know, Denny Hamlin and I got into a couple run-ins this year. So I just get so annoyed when race fans are like, tell me I need to crash in and stuff like that. So just because they're not the ones driving the car. And, um, yeah, I got my own race to worry about rather than worrying about one guy. So Yeah, like, and why would you sabotage yourself like that, too? You know, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I think it's just, they don't understand sometimes. It's all good, though. I appreciate the passion. Okay, well, don't ask about that. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sure you probably get asked this a lot, but I don't know the reasoning behind it. Why is your nickname Young Money? Uh, I don't know. I, I started when I moved to the Midwest and raced, you know, the dirt track stuff, the announcer just started calling me Young Money. Um, I, I don't really know what it stems from, but it's stuck ever since. So I don't mind it. I, I like the nickname, and, yeah, I'm cool with it. Well, Young Money going to be representing the number five car at the NASCAR race here at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. We're really excited for you. Thank you so much for coming on the show this morning. Yep. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Kyle. Lots more to come next hour. Tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Three, two, one. Back to more of Mercedes in the morning on Mix 94.1. Oh, you guys. Oh, fantasy football is ruining my life. It really is. You've got two teams this year. One team alone is a lot of work. You're now in two leagues, my friend. I have a confession to make. What do you got? When you would talk about doing fantasy football, it was like cringy to me. I'm just like, who cares? Who cares about your stupid fantasy team? And then I started playing it. And now all of a sudden I care. I care about my stupid make-believe fantasy team that does not exist, that is up in the stars, and I just make up and plays in my head. I What, is, what has happened to me? I... Is there something that is just overtaking your life that has really distracted you or or ruined your life? 702-364-9400. I'm not going to talk about my fantasy team specifically here, but I will just tell you how it's ruined it. I used to enjoy my Sundays. Nice, relaxing day. Now I spend all Sunday and part of Monday completely stressed out over these games. I used to not care about what's going on online with injuries and who's in, who's out, who's on injured reserve for game. Who cares? Now I'm constantly checking the waiver wire. Did my did my trade go through? I had to put a bid on a guy and I checked this morning. I'm like, did it go through? Oh, it hasn't gone through yet. Like I'm freaking out if I'm going to get this guy. It's so ridiculous. Ridiculous. What is currently ruining your life? 702-364-9400. It's all I think about. And it's really sad. It's really, really sad. It can consume your life. And it sounds like that, that's what it's doing to you, especially yes. on the weekends. And, and I got up to two teams and I walked away last year because it just got to be it just got to be too much. The thing that did it for me, and I don't know if you do this, I would find myself watching a Cowboys game. I just I, you know, prior to fantasy football, I just wanted them to win. Just win the game. I'm, I'm so happy. I don't care how we do it. Just win. But then if let's say I've got the receiver on the Dallas Cowboys and the, and the Dallas Cowboys get a rushing touchdown, there's part of me like, ah, cool. We scored a touchdown. And then part of me like, ah. 
Darn it! I wish we would have thrown that ball to my receiver. You and now the second league that you're in, you're competing against these 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 fantasy experts. I would imagine the pressure is even more on that league. Yeah, I mean, I finally I won last week, so I was very excited about that. The but defense, right? Uh, what's that? Did the defense help you get you the big win? Um, I don't know. Why? Because everyone mocked you for drafting a defense oh. early in that league. And I said, you wait. You're going to you're gonna have the last lap when the what? defense has a lot of points. You're right. I had the San Francisco defense. Yep. So yeah, you're right. It sure did. Um, yeah, I won. But it's just, I don't like the person it's turning me into. And I need help. I, I need help. I'm too obsessed. Does anyone have like an obsession that they need help with that they can't get over? Maybe it's... Maybe it's something like fantasy. Maybe it's something else. Like you're so infatuated with a a, a group or, a, man, I could go many different directions with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is your current obsession that is messing things up for you? 702-364-9400. Eric is on the phone. Eric, good morning. What do you think? Uh, my wife is involved with fantasy baseball. And uh, during baseball season, my wife does not exist. <laughs> she does not exist? Uh, and I'll talk to her. I'll say something to her. I'll ask her a question. And she's on her phone doing fantasy baseball, and there are no answers. Oh, no. See, at least football has a limited number of games. You've got yeah. so many games in baseball. Oh, wow. You're going to watch every single game, every single play, every single move. Mercedes, does it affect your relationships? I remember when I did fantasy football, I'd be playing one of my closest friends, and all of a sudden, like, if I didn't win or I lost, I would just, I would just get so angry. Is it affecting your relationship? Because isn't Brooklyn in your league, Sophie, Matt, the whole family's in the league? Well, the whole family's in the league. Um, it doesn't affect my relationships. Like, if they beat me, I don't care. But it does affect my relationship with Matt because I think I'm bad. He's 10 times worse. Like, he talks to me like I care about his team. Like, I really care about what he's doing. Did you know my wide receiver did this? And, da, 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 da. and I'm like... Neat. And then he's like, oh, man, I got to get three more points if I want to beat J-Love and da 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 Great. Like, I don't care about your team. I care about my team. <laughs> now, you, do you talk to him the same way, though? Like, listen, I need I need to get five points. I'm not sure which defense to start going into tonight's game. No, I just sit there and I stew and I stew. <laughs> and I'm like, what time is the game? Who's got the Thursday night game? Is this person on the waiver wire? I followed fantasy football accounts to find out who I need to get off the waiver Wait, wire. Wait, hold on. Please don't tell me to watch these fantasy football shows that are on Sunday morning. Excuse me? <laughs> Do you have like a username? Because they'll take, we've got a question from Tom. And is it like, we got a question from uh, Miss Mertz in Las Vegas. She wants to know, are you reaching out to these people too? <laughs> Sassy football chick. <laughs> <laughs> Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 733. Uh, a lot of people will use the phrase, once a cheater, always a cheater. And I really don't believe that. I really don't. I, I don't think that if you necessarily made a mistake before that you'll do it again but does it happen absolutely i'm sure a lot of people uh, you know find themselves in that predicament again does it apply for everyone i don't know but the question here is can you forgive a cheater yeah and and uh and those that have been in a situation 
Do you have regrets? Did it backfire on you? Or did things work out? 702-364-9400 is the phone number. And I bring this up because this is going through, a friend of ours is going through this. And she revealed to us over the summer that her husband had cheated on her. And they're working through some issues. She was devastated. And um, they've got a few kids. And she wanted to try to work things out, but was still hesitant about the whole thing. They did counseling. And it turns out they ended up working things out. And everything seemed fantastic. Until we just found out, I haven't spoken to the friend that was cheated on, but through another mutual friend, we found out last week that he cheated again, kind of broke the trust one more time, and then just, they had a huge falling out, and then he packed up and moved out. So she's now going through that issue, and uh, I haven't spoken to her, but I'm wondering if she has regrets of forgiving and moving on, or felt like things were going to be fine, and it was a one-time mistake, and um, obviously it was not, and he cheated again. But just being in that situation, it's got to be a hard thing to face. Have you ever had to forgive, or, or did you ever have that opportunity present itself where you were given the choice of forgiving a cheater and giving it a shot again, or just saying, eh, I'm done, I'm walking away from this? Um, if, you're, if your wife cheated on you, would you... Would you give her a second chance or would you just say that's that's pretty much it for me? You know, it's easy to sit here. We've talked about this before. And hypothetically speaking, I would like to think that we would be able to work things out. It, it's all circumstantial. What, Who was it? What led to it? What happened? How long? I mean, there's so many different variables that go into play. But broad picture, I would like to think that we'd be able to work things out. We've got a long history together, um, go through some counseling and try to figure things out and move past it. I say this now sitting here on the radio without it happening to me. I'm faced with that situation. I might be a whole different person at the time. And I might be like, yep, nope, sorry, done. I'm moving on. Yeah, I, uh, I'd i like to think I could be the bigger person, but I just know I couldn't. I it, And I... It, I say that like being the bigger person like would have been the person who doesn't cheat. <laughs> that that would be the bigger person. <laughs> but um it, it would be such a violation in my eyes that I would never forget it. No matter how hard I would try, it would always be in the back of my mind and I wouldn't want to live that way trying to go through it. I know he wouldn't want to, but I know a lot of people are able to make it work and I really think that that's that takes a special person and a really, really amazing person who was able to to forget that. I just I know how I am and I, I wouldn't be able to. That would that would pretty much be be it for me. For some reason, let's say you did work things out and you continued on. Would it always be, though, in the back of your head? Yeah, that's uh, why I couldn't do it. Where is he? Why isn't he called? He said he's going to be home at 6, but he said he's you know now he's home at 8. Or this business trip that he's going on, is it really a business trip? Well, for me, it's like trust is everything. Trust is everything in a relationship, not just a romantic relationship and a friendship. And if you violate that trust, then how do you recover from that? Like, how do you not think about that constantly? Like, well, that person stabbed me in the back once. What's to say they won't stab me in the back a second time? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the thing that would always be in my mind. Anonymous has a comment. Good morning, Anonymous. Good morning. Hey, what do you think? So I've been with my husband since I was 16 years old. Um, we have had a wonderful marriage, amazing children. And then about a few years ago, I found out that he had cheated. And not only did he cheat, he had had a child with this lady and was hiding the child for the past three years from our whole family. Wow. What? However, <laughs> we actually 
made up, and our marriage is stronger than ever, and I absolutely love this little girl. Okay, first of all, what an, uh, what a roller coaster you must have been through. Um, it, it must have been like a gut punch finding that out, and then to be able to take that and turn that into, you know, I, I don't want to necessarily, necessarily say a good thing, but it sounds like you guys are doing better than ever. So maybe it was in a weird way, a good thing. Um, how do you, how did you do it? How were you able to, to move on? So I think there's a difference when people cheat, if they're cheating for just sex or if they're cheating for that emotion, it's, it's something totally different. You know, if it was sex like this particular situation was, um, him and I have such a love and a bond together that we were able to get through that just through our love and our the love for our family. Yeah, just um, because the, they cheat doesn't mean they don't love you still, right? I think that 100% because, yeah. you know, with I think with any marriage, you kind of just, um, especially being together for 16, since we were 16 years old, you know, there's always curiosity and, you know, him and I were working opposite shifts, things like that. Things happen, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm not justifying what he did. Trust me, we've been through counseling um, and it, it just comes to that, to the love and the respect that we have for each other is new now. It, it's hard to explain, but it's just completely different than our marriage has ever or has been stronger than ever. Did you did you accept that? Where's the child? Is the child now part of your family right now? She is definitely a part of the family. I, I That was the biggest thing I was very upset about, that he had hid. Child. Regardless of who I am, this child has amazing uh, grandparents and sisters and brothers, and I just was in shock that he would deny her that. He did that because he thought he was protecting me and our marriage, and I told him that's not what I would have wanted regardless of our marriage. This little girl has this amazing family that she doesn't know, and I fell in love with her. She's an innocent child. She has no idea what had happened, and uh, my my children are grown. They're all over 20 years old, very wonderful, amazing, successful children, and they. it took them a while. It took them probably about six months or so. Um, and counseling as well um, to see this beautiful child as she is, just an innocent, beautiful child. And they love her more than ever as well. Yeah, they. She. this child had nothing to do with mm-hmm. this at, at all. Um, Anonymous, you know, I really commend you for being able to do what you did. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us i think that maybe a lot of people kind of see things in a in their just their perspective Mm -hmm. but to hear how it happened with you and your family and how you were able to make it work is just so so interesting thank you so much we've got those tickets to go see katie perry coming up next hour it's mix 94.1 mercedes in the morning It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. All right. So this morning, let's talk about uh, this uh, Powerball jackpot. It's just it's getting ridiculous at this point. With no winners on Monday night, the Powerball drawing tonight is the second largest lottery jackpot in U.S. history. The winning numbers could bring in a prize of $1.73 billion or a lump sum cash payment of $756 million. The last jackpot, just over a billion dollars, was won back on July 19th. In case you're wondering, though, what do some of the previous lottery winners, what do they do with their big winnings? 
And I think this is a good lesson in humility and just not being stupid with your money. So John Cootie, he he built a water park with his winnings. Why not, John Cootie? Uh, a water park. Uh, Louise White, she created a trust and named it after her lucky dessert. That's what I'm talking about. That's make a trust and call it like, you know, Louise's luscious uh, Cool Whip pie or whatever. Okay, she's a smart one so far. Nigel Willits traveled the world. I would do that. Yeah, that's not bad. I don't think you would spend all your money on that, depending on how extravagant you went. Nigel, uh, uh, or that was Nigel. Nigel Willits traveled the world. Jonathan Vargas created a TV show with female wrestlers. Oh, tempting, tempting. I can, I can buy some TV time, hire some wrestlers, write a couple storylines, pay The Undertaker and The Rock some good money to show up at my uh, my TV tapings. Eee. I can see where they're going with that Probably one. Probably not the best idea in my opinion. <laughs> a lot opinion, of fun, though. But, um, Evelyn Adams took her winnings to Atlantic City. She gambled it all away and is now homeless. Come on. How much did she win? Millions of dollars? I don't know. I'm not sure what she won. That's sad um, George and Beryl Keats, they gifted it all to their family, and the couple still buys lotto tickets. They just are like, here, have it all. And then they just live their life like they normally did. And then um, Merle and Patricia Butler, they invested in advice from financial planners. That's the way to go. The cautionary tale, obviously, to be wise and with the winnings, so you have something left over from it. What would be the thing, though, the, the, the true frivolous thing that you spend it on? Like, you just, you went to town on it. Not wasting all the money, but it's like, I want to get this done. What would it be? A frivolous thing? Because I said I'd want to travel. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what would be a frivolous thing that I would get? Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, I think, I think of the things I want to buy for other people. I think I want, I can think of a frivolous thing I'd like to buy for my husband or the kids. I can't think of anything I want. What would you want? Would it be a car? Uh, no, I, my car's fine. Would you pay like a, like a BTS to come perform at, um, I don't know, your 4th of July party? I don't know. My 4th of July party that I'd never have. <laughs> we have it now. Cause it now I'm having a 4th of July for Festa. Come play. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good thing. I would, I would, I don't want to pay them because then I feel like it's paying them to be your friend and that's like kind of sad. But I would pay to go to what, wherever they're having their concert in 2025 when they come back. Like, is that frivolous? That would just be something I It'd would be want fun to do. Too, yeah. 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 What would you do? Uh, immediately something with um, try to buy a ton of tickets to go see you two this weekend and bring all my friends. Yeah. That like would the be first fun. thing. That would be a cool one. Um, also this morning, speaking of musicians, Bruno Mars. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this story. He had to leave his band's equipment behind in Israel due to the quick exit he made amid the conflict. He was performing at Tel Aviv's um, High Arkin Park over the weekend, and he was on track to become the third artist to ever perform two sold-out shows at the venue following Madonna in 2009 and Michael Jackson in 1993. Um, the second Tel Aviv concert was canceled due to the emerging threats of violence in Israel. So he and his crew left the country on a flight to Athens, and they left all of their um, equipment behind just because of the the conflict there and just still things are so terrible it's so awful to see on t- on television oh it's just so sad uh, a couple of Laura's co-workers um, were over there one of her co-workers in particular was um, they were there for a wedding the Airbnb they were staying at had a bomb shelter oh. they were in the bomb shelter for um, 24 hours or so and then I, Laura just got the word last night that they got out they're in Turkey right now she doesn't know how they got out or what's going on but the uh, the husband and 
wife were split up. They somehow got back together and they got out, but they still have family over there. And she found that another co-worker's over there. So it's just, it's heartbreaking. Absolutely heartbreaking. It's awful. Um, yesterday, the president confirmed that 14 Americans died in the attack. The State Department later confirmed that at least 20 Americans were among the hostages taken into Gaza after the initial raid on Saturday. So it's just uh, an awful situation, just sending so much love uh, to the people there that uh, are having to go through this. It's heartbreaking. Um, Finally, this morning. So um, I don't know if you saw this uh, about this new um, vomit penalty. Uh, No, for what? So people get crazy when it comes to brunch and bottomless mimosas. Oh, this kind of penalty. Okay. So um, patrons who lose their brunch is a reality for Bay Area restaurants that offer the bottomless mimosas. And particularly since the pandemic, they're finding that people, usually people like in their mid-20s are drinking too much and then going to throw up in their bathrooms or even right on their tables. Oh, God. Yeah. So the burden is on the servers and the staff to clean up these messes. So now restaurants are implementing fees at Kitchen Story, which is a restaurant in um, Oakland's Rockridge district known for its millionaire's bacon. They're, the bathroom sign, they 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 put up this sign that says, Dear All Mimosa Lovers, Please Drink Responsibly and Know Your Limits. A $50 cleaning fee will automatically include be included in your tab when you throw up in our public areas. Thank you so much for your understanding. Um, They're saying that more and more restaurants are having to add these fees because it's a huge problem. I'm cool with that. You got to control yourself or at least make it to the toilet or something. Or if there's a mess, clean up after yourself. The poor restaurant staff has got to clean that up. They're coming in to serve you mimosas, make your brunch and and get out of there. And now they're cleaning up your vomit. I'm down with a $50 fee. It's just not cute. Like Mm. people uh, look, those mimosas will sneak up on you. But getting just so wasted on mimosas is probably one of the ugliest drunks ever. Of all the drunks. Tequila? Mimos- it beats tequila? I, I, one of, I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely tequila drunk is not cute. But mimosa drunk is so... <laughs> uh, it's, all, it's not cute, but also annoying. Like, oh, the double whammy. You uh-huh. add annoying to that one. <laughs> Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets to go see Katy Perry. That happens right around 825. If you are um, someone in charge at work, like you are someone's boss, have you ever had one of your employees, spouses or parents reach out to you on behalf of your employee? Has that ever happened to you? And and why did they reach out? 702-364-9400 is our number. My husband uh, has his grocery store crew. Like he, when he goes to the grocery store, they all know him. They're like, Matt, hey, like the deli lady. And the well, side note, they know him at the dry cleaner too. Yeah. So every so often I'll pop in there and they're like, Matt's amazing. We love his shoes. He literally has a crew everywhere. He has a Costco crew. He's got his dry cleaning crew. He's got his Albertsons crew. He's got his oil change place crew. Like he's got crews all over the. the it's city. great. It's so funny. So his his uh his grocery store crew. He goes into the grocery store yesterday. He's telling me, and he's uh he's talking to his crew. He talks to the manager, and she was telling him how she will have parents of her employees call her when they don't like something she told their kid to do. 
And I thought, oh my gosh, how embarrassing. Like, and, and so he, I was like, what, what do you mean? What kinds of things? Like, um, yes, I'm calling on behalf of my son. You told him to go collect the carts in the parking lot today. It was too hot out there for him. So for future, I'd like you to not give him that duty. And she's like, is this for real? Am I really like talking to the mom of someone I work for? Like, number one, they couldn't talk to me themselves. Mm -hmm. Number two, they have their parents call me to do it. Has that ever happened to you? Um, And if so, what was it about? 702-364-9400. I would cry. I would cry if my parent ever did that. Yeah, and I think it's just a bad thing for the kids. If the kid came home and was complaining about being too hot to get the carts, then the kid needs to be the one to go talk to the manager. I mean, that's your job to go out and get those carts, but they need to learn to be the one to go out and talk to the manager about things. My buddy is a coach of a Little League uh, football team back east, and he was telling me the the, the play was over, and the ref uh, made a comment about a kid about picking up the hustle. Like, come on, hustle, let's go to the next play. The parent got offended with that and ran out on the field to come after the referee. Like, what kind of message does that send to the kids? For telling the kid to hustle up to, to the next play? To hustle up to the next play. Um, I had a coworker once who whose wife called our boss and said uh, so we were being assigned um to be at a place a non-paid kind of appearance type thing and we had to be there for a certain amount of time and she called the boss and said that that was too long of a period of time for her husband to be somewhere and that she would like him to please close that window instead of like six hours, make it two hours. That's the only amount of time she would allow him to be gone. Called our boss. And the thing is, is he agreed. I was so upset. Okay. Going back now to past bite of Las Vegas is perhaps it's a long day. We're there from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Whose wife called and said, they need to leave. We'll be sure. I'm trying Just to think of the people that you didn't see later on in the day. It's because their wife called and said, that's too long. I don't want him to be gone that long. Are you kidding me? Nope. And I was just like, wow. I would never. My husband wanted to call in for me one time when I was sick and I was like too sick to call. Yeah. Before we would text our sicknesses. And I was like, absolutely not. You're not calling in sick for me. Like that would just be pathetic. But I think that's, no, why don't these pathetic? I think it's a different level of like, hey, Mercedes is next to me and we, there's a different relationship with Matt too. Like, oh my gosh, she's so, she's so sick. I'm just, she's not going to make it. Cool. Um, but to have to call the boss and say, that's too long of a day. Laura can say, you can keep him an extra couple hours. <laughs> can you make him work every day? <laughs> you guys are done at 10. He's cool working at midnight. Okay, good morning. Good morning. Have, have you ever had someone call on behalf of someone else uh, at your work? Yes. So uh, one of the employees, I scheduled her for Eastern and she said, I need the day off. I'm like, I'm sorry. Um, it's your turn. So her dad called me three hours later, yelling at me, asking, demanding her off because that's their family holiday. So tell me, what did you do? I said, I'm so sorry, but it, it, we have to be fair to everyone. So did she come to work? Yes. Oh, wow. good for you, Kay. Not backing down to that parent or wife or whatever. That's that's how you that's how you do. 
with the iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> I do love Matt's crew. We can eat. We should have the guys from the dry cleaners come on because they love Matt. They're like a comedy duo when I walk in. Hey, I tell you what. If anyone listening right now is part of Matt's crew anywhere, I want to hear from you. I know why the dry are cleaner part, guys are. <laughs> why, why are you part of his crew? And how does he get a crew? Why don't we have crews? I'm like, he's just, that's how he refers to it. It's like my crew over at this gas station. They're so cool. Like he becomes friends with all of them. It's so funny. Tickets for you to go see Katy Perry coming up in about 15 minutes. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. Have you ever had an argument with your spouse? No, never, never. Not one single time. We never argue. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Us? No. No. I believe things come in threes, by the way. And my question, though, is about argument over a TV show or a movie. Laura and I got into an argument on Saturday before a funeral. Uh, We got into an argument the other night about me hoarding towels. And now our third argument is over TV because I love this show. It's on Netflix. It's uh, it's called Beckham. It's about the life of David Beckham. And he's married to Victoria. uh, What's her last name? Beckham. Beckham. (laughs) Uh, Posh Spice. And um, it's a documentary. And it's so fascinating because I did not follow David Beckham. I didn't follow soccer. None of his career. Nothing about the uh, Posh Spice. So I'm watching the show with Laura. And we're so into it. It's like watching a sports drama. The stuff he went through with his team, his marriage, the adversity he faces. It's like watching Ted Lasso. All of this is new to me. Well, Laura went and she started to read ahead about David Beckham and the life of David Beckham. And she started dropping these nuggets on me. She's not really reading behind. (laughs) This has already happened. It's It's not like she's she's doing spoiler alerts on things that haven't already happened. But it's a spoiler alert to me. I know. I, I hear what you're saying. Because now it's like, oh, that happens or that took place. Like now I'm still gonna watch it. But the the unknown is now known, so I know what plays out for him, and I pl- know what plays out with their marriage and everything. And and I was really upset over the fact that she went ahead and pretty much spoiled this documentary for me. Okay, so did you ever go see Titanic? I did see Titanic. Yes, and you knew what happened at the end of Titanic, right? I did. Was the journey to get to that end? No. It, yes, you like. No, oh, different, different. You know they're still together and happily married, but it's the journey, and so she's not going to tell you every single thing. It's the journey. You're fine. You're fine. This is different. They'd be like watching an episode of Ted Lasso, and Matt coming in and going, "Oh, by the way, this happens next week," and you'll be like, "Wait, what? No, I didn't know that. Why'd you ruin that?" No, it's different because you already. This is a true story. It's not fictional. So while I do, I do agree with you. It sucks when someone ruins something that you've never seen. I will agree with you on that. She's not saying anything that's like a secret. It's a secret to me. I'm not researching it. It's new. It's new to me. It's new. It's new to me. Be different if if I kind of knew something about it. I knew, and I I, like I even think at one point said I don't want to know what happens. I want to watch it on the show. What happens with David Beckham? And I didn't realize the two of them were together for so long and the trials and tribulations. Oh man, fans put her through the ringer. I feel so bad for Posh. Were you like I will not go see Apollo thirteen with Tom Hanks, Bill Paxton, Ed Harris, and Kevin Bacon because I know what happens. Different. I, d- I still went and saw what? that. Well, what, did you get mad at the person who made that movie, Ron Howard? <laughs> it's Ron different. Howard, how could you do that to me? Okay, if I went to go see Apollo 13 and I'm, and I'm going with a date and I said, man, I didn't know all this stuff happened. I'm excited to hear about this. And she's like, oh, by the way, this happens. 
That would be upset. Why would she say it like that? Does your voice, date's voice, <laughs> oh, by the way, this happened. She's a South Philly girl. She talks like that. <laughs> by the way, uh, the same thing, going to Titanic. Man, wonder what happened to this ship. Everyone always talked about it. I, I know nothing about it. Oh, it sinks. Oh, thanks for ruining it for me. So do you think she was trying to ruin it for you intentionally? Like she, maybe she wanted more attention from you? No. And I sent her a text message asking her if she can come on. She's getting her hair done right now, so I don't know if she can call in or not. But she said, I don't like watching a whole series because of how much time it takes. So typically watch the first and last and read about them in between. I don't like the time you have to spend finding out the cliffhanger. I just want to know. She's always been like that, which is cool. Go ahead and know. Just don't tell me on certain things. Well, the, the, and so do you guys have to watch it together? Because that's that's a valid reason. I get that. She just she doesn't have the time for it. But why can't you watch it by yourself? This is um, like she'll, she she gets into a lot of shows, and I end up just like watching like Game of Thrones. She loved, and, and I would just kind of like be in and out. It's like based on scheduling, she watches more shows than me. But this was one. We kind of started watching together. It's, you know, they used to have that show. It's like, oh, you want to watch an episode of Beckham tonight? Yeah, let's do that. That was kind of like our show. So she was oh, she was over it. She was like, I, I don't care. I want to just find out what happens. And then could she have left you to it? to yourself or is she like if I'm not going to watch it you're not going to watch well, it well here's the thing is that we still went back and watched the episode together oh, so did. yeah we still went back and watched it together but she knows everything's going to happen it's just have you, it's just arguing over a TV show I was just very ups- upset with the whole thing I get upset <sighs> about TV shows all the time with my husband it's so ridiculous like the things we'll fight about where he'll want to watch a show like he watches a bunch of shows without me and it makes me upset because he'll be like oh I just finished whatever show today and I'm like you, you watch that without me? And he's like, well, I didn't know you wanted to watch it. Well, did you ask? No. It just doesn't seem like your type of show. Well, what's my type of show? You know? Mm-hmm. And so I, we fight over that stuff all the time. Or like we we're watching a show right now and he fell asleep and I kept watching. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was asleep. He's like, why didn't you turn it off when I fell asleep? Well, you didn't make a grand announcement. I'm asleep now. <laughs> I didn't realize you were asleep. That is the rule. If he, if he falls asleep, he's the other person that fell asleep. You're not required to stop the show. Steph, Steph gets mad at James about shows, too. What, what do you guys get mad at? I got into a fight with him yesterday because I was talking to Momo. And I was like, Momo, it's time to start Love is Blind season five. And James works from home, but he has his own little office. He heard me. He goes, you better not start Love is Blind without me. (laughs) I'm like, what? I want to watch it. This is my show. I got you into this show. He goes, but I'm so into it. I can't wait to watch it with you. So now I got to wait for James and I and have time on the weekends to watch Love That's the worst when you have to wait for someone to watch. <laughs> it's like, so when will you be available right? to watch Let's this? Let's schedule a date. Okay, October 26th. Perfect. <laughs> I got it on the calendar. We got those tickets to go see Katy Perry coming up here in about four minutes. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Debbie is caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? (laughs) Let's do this, Debbie. We want to get you these tickets. Pick a category this morning. Do you want to go with I See You, Friday the 13th, or Table of Contents? Um, Let's do I See You. I See You. World Sight Day is tomorrow. So these are all things that are associated with eyes. Okay? Your eyes. Okay. All right. Okay, got it. Who do you want to pick as your partner? 
Well, I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Debbie, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six cracked. You're going to go see Katy Perry, and you start now. You wear these, the frames, the lenses. They, awesome. Yes. Um, I have 2020 this. Not hearing, but yes, vision. Um, these become dilated sometimes when it gets darker. Your pupil. Yes. Um, this is the type of um, operation you have if you want to be able to see better. Um, LASIK. Yes. This is, um, you put mascara on these to make them. Eyelashes. Uh, yes. You might put this pencil underneath for. Eyeliner. Yes. Oh, gosh. That was it. Put it over my six. 30 wow. seconds. Wow. That's fast. Debbie, that was awesome. You got it. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. This is awesome. I mean, Debbie, that, you did it under 30 seconds. That is very you, fast. You know, it's good when we're confused as to why <laughs> the bell is already going off. Like, wait, what? <laughs> Debbie, congratulations. You guys are the best. I listen every morning and just thank you so much. Oh, thank you for listening. Well deserved, Debbie. Enjoy that show. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah, tickets to go see Katy Perry play residency this Saturday you're going, Debbie, and we've got more of these tickets tomorrow morning when you win heads up in the 8 o'clock hour. Now, next hour, we have tickets for you to go see Taylor Swift, the Errors Tour movie. This weekend, those tickets are coming up at 940. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. So on Saturday, the moon will partially block the sun, creating a solar eclipse and turning our star into a cosmic ring of fire. It's going to be really cool. Oh, this is cool. Saturday morning? Yeah. What time is this going down? So this is uh, the ring of fire phenomenon will be visible to those located on the 125-mile width path that stretches from Oregon to Texas and further spanning 10 countries in total. Those close to the pad, but just outside it will instead experience uh, a partial solar eclipse where the moon appears to take a bite out of the sun. So um, this is as far as southern Nevada goes and and how how close it's going to be here. They're saying that. For us, it's going to be, I don't know, Every I'm seeing different things. They're saying that we are within the path of the Ring of Fire, but it's more northern Nevada than it is us. So it's going to be like that, that uh, it appears to be a bite taken out of it for us. We're not going to see the actual Ring of Fire. Okay. Unless you go up in northern Nevada, that's in the pathway. But um, it's supposed to happen right around, from what I understand, 930 our time um, for... It, it to look like the bite thing for us. Don't look at it. No. Do not look at it. Don't go no. out there and say, oh, cool. I heard Mercedes in the morning talking about this. Let me go see. Uh-uh. Don't look at it. You yeah. go blind. Keep your... Yeah. Will you really go blind? Has anyone ever gone blind looking at a solar eclipse? I don't know. I don't want to test it either. Yeah. Who we wants to take that, that chance? Kids. Yeah, exactly. What I'm so it, with you. What if there's a teacher just telling us that because they don't want us to go outside and look at it? You're going to go blind. Like, okay, we missed out. Let's get back to our assignments because <laughs> yeah. we don't want to go outside today. <laughs> but don't risk it. Don't stare at it. Yeah, exactly. So there's that. Um, also, were you a big fan of? The show Seinfeld. I did, yeah. I did like Seinfeld, yeah. Seinfeld had one of the most controversial finales in the history of TVs. And if you didn't like it, I have some very interesting news for you today. So at the end of a stand-up gig in Boston over the weekend, Jerry did a little Q&A. And someone asked him if he was happy with the way the show ending. And then he dropped this bombshell. He said, I have a little secret for you about the ending. 
something is going to happen that has to do with that ending hasn't happened yet. And just what are you thinking about, Larry? And I have also been thinking about. So you'll see. We'll see, is what he said. Or if I was doing it as Jerry, I have a little secret for you about that ending. <laughs> That's terrible. That was, no, it was actually yeah, really good. You know, whatever. The uh, spoiler, it ended with him uh, being in jail. And I was just, I was disappointed with the show. And But if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, we kind of had a Seinfeld reunion in one season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. The characters are playing themselves, their real life personalities, and they brought the show back. So we did kind of get... A Seinfeld revival through Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'd be down. But it wasn't. It had nothing to do with the show. Per like you, they played themselves, they played themselves. not the characters on the TV show. They you, didn't play Elaine and all them. No, you, but you kind of got both because uh, Elaine played her. Who's Elaine in real life? Or Julia Louis yeah, Dreyfus. She was Julia Louis, Louis Dreyfus on the show, but then they showed her acting out a scene as Elaine in the cafe with Jerry. So you saw them acting out scenes as their characters. Okay, gotcha. But it wasn't a full episode. Okay, gotcha. So, yeah, something's coming, apparently. I mean, it's been a while, but, you know, there's still people thinking about it, obviously, if they're asking him questions. So mm-hmm. we shall see. All right, finally this morning, at least three guys have plenty of free time to play now. The LAPD release footage from 2017. Um of, of these cops ignoring a robbery so that, that they could play Pokemon Go. They were parked across the street from the place that got robbed and another cop who saw them radioed for backup, but they pretended they didn't hear it and they drove off to go find a Snorlax. That is not a joke. A camera in their squad car caught them talking about a Snorlax that popped up nearby. It also caught them speeding through a residential neighborhood and driving the wrong way down a one-way street. One of them had been a cop for seven years. The other was a 17-year veteran. They both got fired in 2018, but they appealed it, and they originally tried to claim they didn't hear their radio because of loud music playing nearby, but they lost that appeal last year after footage from their car showed they were lying. It finally got released after someone filed a records request for the video. Um, So, yeah, Pokemon Go, when was that? What was the year for that? That it was absolutely huge. Was it? I know people still play it, but was it like 2012 or something like that? Um, we're 2015. It came out. I just remember I was in Europe when it hit here, uh-huh. and all my friends were posting about Pokemon Go. Like it was the biggest thing, and it hadn't it hadn't reached Europe yet. That stepped in. Don't you play Pokemon Go? I only played when there was that craze, and I think it was 2016. Was it? Okay. Oh, and you know what, though? The people in Europe got different Pokemons. So, like, you couldn't get the type of Pokemon here in the States. You would have to go to Europe and those stuff, and that was the best part. Oh. Well, explain, because maybe there's someone listening doesn't know how the game would work. It would be like in, in you, like real time, right? You would open up your phone. And wouldn't it show like a Pokemon outside? I have to go to f- try to find it. I never played it. Never I don't understand how it worked. So like, let's say, oh, there's a Pikachu n- nearby. Oh, my God. OK, so you're walking around and it'll tell you once you're walking like, oh, you're getting kind of further away from it or if you're getting closer to it. And then the Pikachu will pop up and then you got to try and catch it by swiping up and up and up. So I'd open up the game and I'd see a Pikachu outside right now by a Mercedes car. So I'd go running outside, watching through the game app itself. Yes. Seeing through the and go out to Mercedes car and in essence catch the and Pikachu. And you have to hurry before it goes away and that's the like the big thing like we gotta go pikachu's here and that's why the cops put on their sirens instead of capturing the robbers they captured what a, a slither do what was it a snorlax, uh, snorlax. Oh, sorry <laughs> <laughs>
Sorry, Steph. This Slitherdoo, that's Slytherin from here. Here, I'll give you, I'll give you, let's uh, play Pokemon or Raider. Okay, I'll tell you a name. And you got to tell me if it's a Raider from oh, the Las great. Vegas Raiders oh, or if boy. it's a Pokemon. Okay. okay? Um, a Bernie. B- a Bernie. Uh, B-U-R-N-E-Y. Linebacker for the Raiders. That's a Raider. That is the linebacker for the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Um, uh, Squirtle. Uh, that is a, a, a Pokemon character. Yes. 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 Uh, uh, Diablo. Diablo. Diablo is... Um, I want to say a raider, but that's a Pokemon. It's a it's a raider. Is it really? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> An Illuminor. Illuminor. Freddy Illuminor. He returns kicks for the Raiders. Uh, no, but it is a raider. A Germain Illuminor. Is it really? <laughs> <laughs> I got something right. <laughs> was 2016 we were wondering when pokemon go was like huge it was 2016 when that came out that, just in case you were wondering we were to try to figure out what year it came out which is a perfect tie and i got a brand new game pokemon or raider <laughs> that was so much fun oh, okay. i mean i just threw that together you're pretty good at it thank I, you i was i'm looking right now i'm looking for a garoppolo i'm trying to find that garoppolo <laughs> i don't know where it is it's out there if somewhere. anyone sees a garoppolo please tell me where it's at so i can go find it Welcome to Flashback Frenzy. Flashback Frenzy? Mm-hmm. I have a list of 10 items. Probably won't get to each 10, but from a certain year. Popular songs, movies that came out, TV shows that came out. I'm going to start listing these items, and you simply have to shout in your name and then correctly identify what year it is. So it could be you against Steph, if you like. So are all 10 items from the same year? Or yes. Oh, okay. So once we figure out the year. Yeah, I'm going to start just rattling things okay, off. As gotcha. soon as you know it, shout out your name and then you got to tell me what year it is, okay? Okay. Okay, here we go with the first first round of Flashback Frenzy. Avatar. Poker Face. Steph. 2009. Oh, Steph! Yeah, yeah! So that's it? The game's over now? We'll have more years. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like a 10 and then done. No, no, so I was I like, oh, okay, yeah. that was fun. So Yay. I, got, I got more years. Good <laughs> <laughs> job, Steph. You're the winner. Okay, bye. Now we're done. So, so the next round here. Okay, ready? Here oh, we go. okay, okay, okay. Hot in here. Spider-Man. Steph. Steph. 2004. <sighs> I'll continue with items. The Wire. A Thousand Miles. The Lord of the Rings. Steph. No, Steph, you can't guess again. The Osbournes Season 2. Complicated by Avril Lavigne. Men in Black 2. Mercedes, come on. CSI Miami. Well, I get all of them now because you already guessed, so I want to make sure I get them all. (laughs) such a smart player. (laughs) I I, want to make sure I get this right. CSI Miami Season 1. And then The Middle by Jimmy Eat World. That is 2002. That is correct. 2002. It just takes some time. A little bit in the middle. I love that song. Okay, here we go with uh, with another year. Here are the items. Wannabe Spice Girls. Got it. 1996. You are correct. Yes. Yes. Nice. Okay, okay. Okay, let's go to this next one here. Guardians of the Galaxy. The song Happy. Oh, God. True Detective, the TV show. Frozen, the movie. Steph. What do you got? 2013. 
All About That Bass by Megan Trainer. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Interstellar, the movie. Breaking Bad, final season. Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Ooh. The Grand Budapest Hotel. And then Game of Thrones, season four. What? That's not 2013? Nope. 2014. 2014! Breaking Bad season finale was 2014. Let me check. No, no, no. Yeah, can you fact check me, please? Breaking Bad finale is... Uh, I remember I was in New Zealand for that, and I was that was 2013. Well, there is a time difference. Yes, there is. <laughs> is there a year difference? <laughs> That's only about uh, 10 hours or so. Um, to her credit, that is September 29th, 2013. Uh, what was it? <laughs> December what? September 29th. Oh, man. Your facts. You got to check them, JC. You got the bad facts, man. Oh, was, was Happy and True Detective everything else 2014? Uh, no, Happy came out in 2013. Happy... Pharrell release date. year. Oh, that's 2014. Oh, so who gets the point? Let's go to this is at the tiebreaker. The okay. This oh, is great. it. This okay. is the bonus round. Right, Here right, we go. Right. Let me. This is everything. None of that stuff matters. That was warm up. This okay. is it. This is the round that matters. Right. Name the year. Got it. <laughs> 2017. 2017. It's 2023. That's no. the year. Hey. 2017. Hey, here we come on. Sweet child of mine. Oh, Boy. got it. Go ahead. 1988. Yes! <laughs> the champ is here! The champ is back! Wow! <laughs> oh, man. That was a total guess on his was it really? I have no idea. I just know you love reverting to 1988 for things, so I thought I'd throw it out there. That's my go-to. Cars, movies, TV 1988! What a year! What a year! your bully was standing in front of you right now, what would you say to your bully right in front of you right now? And the reason I ask this is, uh, so today is national stop bullying day and it falls on the second Tuesday in October. So kids, teachers, or parents are, you know, usually they, they ask them to spend time learning about bullying, how to recognize how you can prevent it. And it calls on schools and organizations to bring together kids and educators for the sake of preventing bullying situations. So if you think about your your bully and let's say they were in front of you right now as an adult, what would you say to your bully? Oh, can I spit on him? Is that what you would do no. as an adult? Oh my gosh! Right in his face. That's some, some long-standing anger that you've harbored. Finally got it out. I've been harboring this since tenth grade. Um, I, you know, I would want him to know um, the, how much his bullying had had such a negative effect on me, and maybe he didn't realize what he was doing and how it hurted me and affected me. I was starting a new school in tenth grade, and um, and this guy would bully me every single day to the point where he made me bring him in treats. Every morning, I'd bring a piece of candy or some kind of snack. And if it didn't, he would punch me or do some kind of physical harm to me. Um, and I just wanted him to know how big of an effect that had to me. It eventually just kind of tapered off where I thought, man, in his mind, maybe he thought it was all one big joke. But it, it uh, I mean, I still think about it to this day. It's, it still has a lasting impact. So I'd, I'd want him to know the negative impact it had on me. Do you, is there anyone listening right now? Um, well, first of all, what would you say to your bully? 702-364-9400. But is there anyone listening that an adult now... And you look back and you're like, wow, I was a bully. 
like you you've learned right from wrong you maybe you were going through stuff at the time that made you act like a bully and you see it now and you're just so embarrassed about it like have you ever thought of reaching out to the person that you bullied is it something that you would ever do let us know what you think 702-364-9400 i'm i'm friends with my bully now you are well like talking friends social media friends ah i think i mentioned this on the show before like one day just randomly i got a request from this person and like at first the name didn't click i was like why does that name look familiar and I couldn't, I couldn't place it. So I clicked on her profile and I looked and I was like, oh my gosh, it's her. This girl that was so nasty to me in school. She would start rumors about me that weren't true. She would to my face, just tell me how stupid or how ugly or how fat I was. Like she was awful and here she is in my friend request so i i didn't know if this was like a setup so she could do more bullying <laughs> i'm i'm like oh my gosh is she she still wants to bully me after all these years i'm like what do i do so i was really curious like what does she want from me why is she requesting me so i accepted it and i but i didn't say anything i just accepted it and i left it at that and then she started commenting on my like pictures and stuff like so cute omg adorable and i'm like this be what the heck yeah like, seriously what are what is your motivation here like what are you doing and and to this day like it, it's never been discussed i'm actually on her profile right now i'm trying to see if we've had any like private messages do you think she does d didn't realize the the negative impact she was having on you and her mind was just fun fodder she was doing with you which is unacceptable but do you think uh oh i just looked at the message she sent me back on january 7th 2013 hi so my husband and I are going to be in Vegas no. in February for his 40th birthday. <laughs> Do you have a hotel you would recommend? He wants to be on the strip and prefers a hotel with a casino in it. Any help would be awesome. Thanks. So she reached out to you prior to that? Like, can you look at the histories when she first reached out that to you? That was the first time the first she time reached out ever? to me. Um, yeah, after I accepted her friend request. You know what you should have done? Like, you want to be petty? Be like, I got you tickets to go see O. You're all set, plus dinner <laughs> afterwards. Uh, they have your name. You're all set. Just have fun. You know, it's, I'm so happy you're in town. And she'll walk up there. Hi, I'm Sally Crawford. I'm here for my tickets. And they don't have the tickets. <laughs> Sally Crawford. <laughs> What's weird is you got her name almost correct. <laughs> That's scary. Are you serious? <laughs> it sounds very similar to Sally Crawford. <laughs> I'm like, wait a second. Did you see this? What the, what the heck? <laughs> it's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending? What's trending on Mix ninety four point one. Christina Aguilera is trending this morning. She is back. The Grammy winning artist is giving us an all new residency, and it's kicking off on New Year's Eve weekend. Uh, this is going to be good. It's happening at the new venue, Voltaire, inside the Venetian Resort. The show's going to follow the singer through two decades of hit songs. And the new shows, they're officially going to be uh, kicking off on December 30th and 31st. 
with future dates set to be announced with tickets go on sale this Friday, October 13th. This is going to be so neat, especially, I'm the, I think this venue sounds awesome. It's where a Rock of Ages and Blue Man Group used to be. Seats about 1,000 people. They call it Intimate Interactive. This is going to be a really cool show. Yeah, it's going to be great. She says she's excited because she's going to be able to perform like she had never has before for her fans. So it's going to be really good. This Friday, those tickets uh, go on sale and more dates to be announced. Also trending this morning... Vegas Golden Knights. Las Vegas always does it better. I mean, think of other cities where they do something and then you bring it here and it's better. Last night, the VGK kicked off the regular season at the T-Mobile Arena. And before the game, they had that banner raising ceremony. And how did that work? Well, they had a giant slot machine to make it happen. After winning the Stanley Cup this year, Captain Mark Stone pulled the arm of the slot machine to reveal the banner that now hangs in the rafters. Who was there? How amazing was it? Uh, it just it, the whole ceremony looked so incredible. It seemed like when they were showing the crowd, some people were getting like emotional about it. They were like, "Oh, you know, like can't believe this team actually did it." As for the game, they start undefeated, beating the Seattle Kraken four to one. Chandler Stevenson, Jonathan Marcheseau, Ivan Barbashev, and Jack Eichel all scored at one point right before Marcheseau scored. Um, Paul Cotter. He had the puck, and it looked like he was going to score. Oh, I was like, oh, come on. get it, get it, get it. And, uh, and he was on the show yesterday. We said whenever someone comes on the show, something really good happens to them. We were like, you're going to score. And I thought, oh, my God, this is his chance. And then it kind of got out of uh, got out of his way, and then um, Marshy got it in there, which is great. It's still a goal, mm-hmm. you know, but it was really cool. I was really hoping he would get it. Let's just kind of pause for a second here and take inventory of sports in Las Vegas. Monday Night Football was here. La- Las Vegas Raiders, state-of-the-art stadium. They win on Monday night football last night tuesday night our vegas golden knights raised the championship banner they win the first game of the season and then tonight our las vegas aces game two of the WNBA finals here in las vegas yeah it's kind of nuts when you think about all of it it really is and and nba coming lebron wants it now Shaq says he wants it. It's like it's if people are fighting over it. It feels good to be wanted, doesn't it? Yeah. Go back to where we were 20 years ago when the NFL wouldn't let us advertise during the Super Bowl. And look where we are right now. I know. It's losers. Yeah. It's, I mean, it really, it's, it's such a cool thing. Or sports here in the 90s. We had our Rebels. We had a couple, an IHL team. I mean, it's just crazy to think where this city has come. Yeah. No kidding. Well, also trending this morning is Domino's. Do you have an emergency pizza in your refrigerator for when like you're too busy or you're just too lazy to cook and have a real meal. Well, now you're not going to have to even worry about preheating that oven because Domino says they're offering free emergency pizzas for the next four months. Here's how it works. It's really like a marketing stunt to get people to sign up for their rewards program. But if you do order online and spend at least eight bucks, they're going to add a credit for one free medium two topping emergency pizza to your account. So you do have to sign within a week after you order to um, to claim it and you have 30 days to redeem it. If you forget, it's just going to reset and you can do it all over again. But each person will get one free pizza for emergencies. You can do it anytime between now and February 11th. There are some blackout dates, Halloween, New Year's Eve. They're really, really busy days. Those are blacked out. But yeah, Domino's trying to help out there, and that is what's trending. Here in about five minutes, we got your tickets to Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie, coming up in five minutes just for you. Good morning. Good morning.
morning. Hey, How are you? We are really good. Not as good as you, though. You're caller 20. Nice. Let's go. That's right. You've got yourself a pair of tickets to the Odyssey exclusive screening of Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie. It's happening at the Cinemark Santa Fe Station, and it's courtesy of Republic Records. 1989 Taylor's version is going to be available everywhere on October 27th, and you can pre-order it today at taylorswift.com. Congratulations. Woo! Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Thank you, Aaron. We're excited for you. And we'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 940. And then actually, Jayla, he's got a pair for you coming up in the 1 o'clock hour. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. That is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back tomorrow. A lot of people wanting to know, do you still have more Katy Perry tickets? Do you have more Kesha tickets? Yes, we have more of those tickets for you tomorrow morning. Kesha in the 6 o'clock hour with Heads Up. Katie in the 8 o'clock hour with Heads Up. And then, of course, more tickets for you to go to the Odyssey exclusive screening of Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour movie. J-Love has your chance coming up, so make sure you keep it here while he gets you through your work day. And right now, it is time for the line of the day. We spoke to NASCAR star Kyle Larson, who really opened up our eyes to the stresses of the school pickup line. You love taking the kids to school. You love doing that dad thing. Which is worse, pit row or the school pickup line? <laughs> uh, the pickup line, probably, <laughs> for sure. It's just a lot longer. You have to wait in. A lot goes down in that pickup line. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't send my worst enemy to the pickup line, honestly. I wouldn't. You wouldn't send your bully to the pickup no, line? No, uh, the bully, I'd be like, look, yo, even I, I care about you. I still care. <laughs> even you have compassion. That'll do it for show number 1935 of Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss any part of Mercedes in the Morning? Catch up now by downloading today's show on the Odyssey app. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning on Mix 94.1. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Elle King, 
at the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.